This is PBE Daily, the early mornings and late nights podcast. My name is Point Blank Ivumbi. Thank you so much for joining me right now. Today was a productive day yet again. I got into that office space and it was like I was an eye of the tiger. I was thoroughly prepared for everything I was supposed to do with myself. From the moment I walked in, I I finished one piece of animation because I wanted to get the count up. And then when I finished that, I jumped straight into preparation mode and the preparation mode ended up working to my advantage because everything I drew I was prepared for I literally knew exactly how I wanted to make the shots be executed so I ended up prepping not one, not two, not eight like the other day I prepped 16 so 16 pieces of animation one I got to animate and get it out of the way before I actually left the office so now we're talking about seven from the day before 16 from today so you do the math we have 20 plus shots i'm supposed to finish and hopefully i'll be able to get that done in the next one week and i'm very proud of that fact but there's certain things like small small elements that you prepare yourself for and you never really expect them to go perfectly but this time i think actually i may have cracked the code yet again and it looked good and i was so proud of myself actually getting to the level i got to and being able to do that was a big deal and add that to being able to wake up at 5 a.m today so it, it's it's all around a great day the cold is slowly getting its way out thank god for yesterday's remedies i intend to have some more hot water with with some lime and some cinnamon powder and uh, honey and all that stuff but i hate being sick i'm, I'm the, the least interested in having myself be under the weather especially with an event coming up for those who are going to be in nairobi on saturday this this week i'm going to be hosting uh wapi words and pictures in in nairobi and it's happening at uh, lavalati on state house road hopefully the head of state doesn't stop us from actually doing the event so come through from 11 o'clock to 5 p.m we're going to have a, a long list of performances some live graffiti being done in the venue some vendors with the different wares that you could probably buy from t-shirts to bracelets to armbands to everything like for even from the jump when wapi was created all that we had was merch and you could affiliate with many other people thanks to the merch as far as my audible consumption today I left the house listening to hip-hop albums, which was great, because there's a mixtape I've always enjoyed by Fabulous, and after that mixtape came and went, it, it felt cool to actually now get to the next level, and the next level was to now revisit um, Anderson Pack's uh, Ventura album. That album came out of nowhere, it was a beautiful album. There must be a reason as to why he names beachfront areas in, in their different albums from Malibu to Ventura to Oxnard but I love that he does that and of course No Worries was a beautiful album as well the No, no Worries uh, did a beautiful album called uh, Yes Lord I enjoyed that one as well I skipped nothing and when I moved away from that because I wanted something light first before I go into a deep dive and the deep dive I went into today was um, you must remember this podcast it's called um it's by a lady called Karina Longworth and it covers the first 100 years of Hollywood and they were talking about this period where a lot of actors in the United States were being blacklisted from being able to write to, to create material to, to they, they stopped directors from directing they stopped um, uh, writers from writing or, or maybe they just write under, under a pseudonym or, or a pen name in order to be able to earn a living or they just left the country altogether 
the blacklist was based upon it, it they started making the blacklist in hollywood in 1947 now the year before the then prime minister of the uk in 1946 winston churchill visited the united states and that's when he gave the the legend the the legendary speech about the iron curtain and the threat that is born from the communist inklings on communist thinking and the ironic part about that is just one of just a few years before the ally to the united states and the uk in the second world war was communist russia reluctantly like the enemy of my enemy is my friend so i'm sure that's what the whole justification they give for why they fought side by side at that time and then they demonize the character thereafter through the podcast I also noticed that maybe uh, the change in political dynamics as far as which parties ran ran the United States at the time had to move from one type of party to another because when you have one person reign for almost 14 years during a depression and a war you probably want to have capitalistic thinking come back into the psyche of the american people so that's probably what happened over there but the reason i bring that up is because of this thing i've noticed that has happened not only in politics but also in, in, in entertainment many people can't live without a boogeyman there's always this one threatening character who's designed to help push a particular agenda forward now in the blacklist thing that i'm talking about now the red terror was what was the problem communism so you blacklist people who you fear may have communist inklings and at that time where well, you're, you're thinking about things along the lines of the berlin wall being put, uh, being potentially put up or being put up in the first place and the fear that capitalism is not going to work and this is the same period in time when my continent was now becoming independent of colonial rule now the arms race and the cold war is what defined the different countries on this continent or called africa maybe even some of the countries in south america but we'll we'll touch on south america on a different day because i still haven't even touched on the banana wars and the banana wars was something i when i heard about it i've never been that livid in a while so let's come back to to the pres- to to the to the 40s again now if you look at the whole situation of the dynamic where communism is the big threat african countries we we were still put under the whole yoke of being when when you hear statements such as we do not want communism in our hemisphere now unless I'm, i don't understand the meaning of the word hemisphere i think we're way outside the point of control of the west yet control of certain resources and the blind eye that was turned as far as keeping certain areas of the country of the continent covered in civil war these were all affected by those assumptions that were made during that fearful time of the cold war fast forward to a couple of years later and every time i've seen a united states president do something my first fear becomes foreign policy because you never really know what they're going to do next and depending on the foreign policy an enemy has to be fought be it the economy or anything in that in that realm of thinking would lead to a war that's just america in and its thinking now bringing it back home it tends to go the same way let's base it on certain tv shows that we watch for the longest time in the last 20 plus years the foe has been a terrorist then now the foe who's being shown is an authoritarian or an ultimate titan figure now since then 
now the new dynamic that has been changed is the liberal movement is getting stronger and stronger by the day as far as that being put forward many different events have been affected by this stronghold of a boogeyman being the the evils that are um for lack of a better word uh patriarchy and with the support that's being garnered for matriarchy the demonization of patriarchy and the fact that some of the people who are the patriarchy adding strength to it by doing more things that lead patriarchy to be hated even further is the issue the number of tv shows and films i watch where it's blatantly done that the male character is weakened then we question why most of the gentlemen who are now full grown adults are not taking the time to make enough of a move to handle what they're supposed to handle how did that dynamic come to life we don't see enough gentlemen step up and do things they're supposed to do and i think it's a dynamic that's been born for the longest time because when you when you make up songs like papa was a rolling stone you expect people to be rolling stones the boogeyman became the man and it's why i actually had such a hard time with um certain artists and certain films because i'm yet to see a tyler perry movie or hear of a tyler perry movie where a man is painted in a good light i am yet to see enough music from back in the early 2000s where a man wasn't seen as a cheater a liar and an evil chap and the fact that it it gets worse because society has actually made this become the norm you get to hear people talk about elements of they wouldn't take seriously um the human interaction with people unless there was a fight involved like if there was no confrontation involved in a sit down with someone even if it wasn't a form of parley that there's supposed to be friction so the boogeyman becomes that element of there has to be something wrong there has to be a flaw with someone and to try better yourself it's seen as if you're trying to demonize the next thing and by trying to demonize him the boogeyman element comes back again why do we constantly have to have figures used to create enmity is there a must for this i literally even fight myself when I, when i when i think about these things and the kind of villains i create for my storybooks and my comic books the foe what is the element of the foe why is the character so multi-layered when you look at villains who are created like say for example for bond movies james bond movies the villain is a very clear-cut character with a very strict agenda as far as the bond movies go the boogeyman in one of the movies who actually i liked and how he was executed was goldfinger i think that's by far one of my favorite outside of the of the daniel craig movies goldfinger is one of my favorite bond movies ever made because the agenda seemed very very brilliant so take that into consideration and, and i definitely hope to revisit this particular tale the boogeyman and the things that were made to fear i feel one other thing is being weaponized to be used as a boogeyman and the current thing as far as society i'm seeing and i apologize if this comes off um aggressive but the current day and age i think the new boogeyman has become mental health it's a cop out for some people it's an excuse for others and it's a factual thing that people are dealing with for most of the most of the other people by making it look like the state of mind of a person who tries to tell you to pick yourself up from the bootstraps rather aggressively and rather quickly and not being 
so easy to comprehend as far as trying to talk your thoughts out. I'm personally learning to not only pick myself up by my bootstraps, but also to communicate. It's the hardest thing to do, but I have to learn it. The older I get, the more important it gets to me that I have to learn how to open up about things I care about and things I feel. I haven't been doing enough of that. I'm learning how to do so. But I will not allow myself to be used or to have you used as a scapegoat for the boogeyman that is mental health. Mental health exists and it's a threatening thing. However, there are ways to fight back and there's a way to better yourself as you go. I'm going to participate in a couple of talks based upon this with a couple of friends and I intend to play a part in whatever they'll need me to say based upon my experiences from the people I've lost because of mental health issues and the people I've lost because of depression. I'm willing to talk along those lines. I wouldn't like to think of myself as a person who's depressed or a person who's going through the deep doldrums of what personal fears are because I'd rather fight my way out. And my way of fighting out is to put in the energy and work required to better things for myself. Because personal securities and personal uh, healing is the best way that I can actually fight this particular boogeyman. I would like to hear from you guys as far as what your take is on this particular situation we're dealing with. And it's worldwide. I'm seeing people making books out of it and I'm seeing people making great successes out of it but I'm not, I'm not seeing enough people give testimonies of being successful and making it out. We live in a state where most guys it's almost as if we're trying to constantly put ourselves in a state of a high so that we can escape reality and escape that which is right in front of us and the boogeyman becomes this responsibilities that we're supposed to have. So from hearing something about the Red Terror happening in Hollywood, all these other angles and rabbit holes were born. And I'm definitely going to revisit this particular topic again in the future. But let me know what you think. I'm about to jump into some more illustration work tonight. Uh, maybe even start prepping a couple of other pages in the children's book. Get some of the art commissions from clients out. And the book I was supposed to read, I haven't read it yet. I think I'll try before 10 o'clock to read something because it's only a uh, quarter to to 8 p.m. now so i think if i can draw till like 9 o'clock 9 30 and then use the last 30 minutes up to read something because i, I need to really improve on my my reading speed I, I read very 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 slowly i've been attempting to train myself in speed reading i've even gone to the websites that actually teach you how to speed read but i, do, I don't do enough exercises in that direction i hope to do exactly that I'm not too old to learn and I hope to, even if it's when I'm in my 50s, I'm able to do so much of that because there's countless magazines I have. I have copious information and copious material. I'm yet to dive into them and it's all in hard copy. Those are the few things I'm hoarding. Books. Clothes can go, but these particular books and these particular magazines, some of these articles can't even be found online because no one wants to curate them up there. But with that being said, say it with me. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. I'm Point Blanky Vumbi. You've been listening to the PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Nights podcast. I'm going to catch you guys in the morning. Be blessed. I'm going to catch you then. One.